everybody. How are you this beautiful day, this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Friday we have Hope and Faith Journey. This is where we find encouragement through our hard times, through our struggles, our challenges. And we look for hope for healing. We know that the Lord is always with us. He is our refuge in times of trouble. We only need to turn to God. It's all about our hope and faith journey. Well, this month, we have been looking at life lessons that I shared in my nonfiction book, A New Song Rises Up. Here, I candidly share my journey, what I've learned, and how the Lord was there for me time and time again. We'll find how the Lord provides you a way for healing and overcoming within your troubles. So today's um, episode title is Run the Race. This relates to chapter 13, towards the end of the book. The title is, Can You Run the Race? Within my book, a new song rises up. Well, first, let me share with you this, as I shared with you in the past episodes this month. Through life struggles, the enemy tells you lies. In my case, even when, it, even when I'd come to Jesus as a, as a young wife and mother, there were lies that I still believed about myself, but I didn't realize it. So I faced troubles because I believed those lies. I allowed myself to be mistreated, abused, manipulated, and controlled by toxic people, and I remained too long in toxic environments. At some point, I realized how coincidental these attacks were, as if an evil force was working to tempt people to harm me in the same way I had suffered before, over and over. Was that possible? Did the enemy, the devil, know my weakness? Absolutely. We each face spiritual warfare. Good and evil are fighting all around us for our very souls. I don't want you to suffer the lies of the enemy like I did. I don't want you to waste years of your life not realizing how truly loved you are and how the Lord is right there with you. Please know you do not need to become like your enemy, returning evil for evil. And if you do, there are consequences to face. What we sow, that we will also reap. In any situation, we can choose to do good and have hope to reap a harvest of good. Please know that God will fight for you when you turn to God. This is why I share. Well, I'm going to skip around, but read to you several portions from the chapter, Can You Run the Race? I just need to turn to it real quick. All right. So, like I said, I'll be skipping around. And uh, this chapter begins on 165. Is there something that you keep in your heart and mind, maybe a dream, a talent, a goal, that you believe that you should be doing in life? Do you know what your purpose in life is? Are you asking God about it? Does it matter if you lack the faith to do what you have created to do? Isn't that lack of faith not only in yourself but in what the Lord can accomplish through you? Here is God's response to a lack of faith in Him. When I came to you, 
Why was no one there? When I called, why did no one answer? Am I powerless to rescue you or too weak to deliver you? With only a threat, I can evaporate the sea. Dry up the rivers as a desert, leaving the fish to rot and die of thirst. Well, we know God is all-powerful. We need to have faith in Him. But what if, instead of giving in to worry and fear, you chose to turn in faith to depend on the Lord for help in what needs to be accomplished? Here's Isaiah 40, verse 31. But those who wait for Yahweh's grace will experience divine strength. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles, run their race without growing weary, and walk through life without giving up. And as you may know, Yahweh is the Hebrew name for God, our Creator. The Lord prepares us. We need to evaluate our goal and ensure that what we seek to do is based upon a solid foundation. Let me remind you of two things our Heavenly Father tells us. Jeremiah 1, 5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God indeed has a good plan for each of our lives, and we are uniquely formed. In front, and he, he had plans for us even before we entered the womb. What if distractions in life have brought you energy, your energy level to an all-time low and you feel reluctant to put forth the effort to begin or continue a project that you initially felt the Lord had laid on your heart? Well, what about the pandemic, for instance? Maybe being enabled Unable to continue your normal routine brought you into a sluggish or lazy mode. Maybe you gave up on it, saying to yourself, what's the use? Just as easily you could determine, as in Micah 7, 7 through 8. But me, I'm not giving up. I'm sticking around to see what God will do. I'm waiting for God to make things right. I'm counting on God to listen to me. Don't, enemy, crow over me. I'm down, but I'm not out. I'm sitting in the dark right now, but God is my light. I love that. So positive. Okay, page 168. I'm flipping through. Maybe you've lost your enthusiasm because of things happening around you, and the zeal you once had in what you felt as your God-given goal is now an attitude of indifference. You've become lukewarm. Is there any harm in that? What if that same change in attitude applied to someone you loved, maybe a fiancé? Would it then matter if their interest level in you became apathetic or indifferent? Of course, the scripture relating to a Christian's lack of commitment may startle you. And this is in Revelation three fifteen through 16. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Whoa. <laughs> well, I want to be hot for the Lord and hot for my calling that he gave me. So that requires zeal. Sometimes we have to work it up inside us. 
Please remember the cloak of zeal as part of your armor against the enemy. You are saved by the grace of God through Jesus, not of your own works. Go out so out of gratitude you are motivated to do good works zealously. And this is Colossians three twenty three through 24. Put your heart and soul into every activity you do as though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. For we know that we will receive a reward and inheritance from the Lord as we serve the Lord Yahweh, the anointed one. So in whatever you do that God has called you to do, do it zealously as if you're doing it for the Lord. You may remember the story told in Daniel 3 about three brave young men of faith, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. King Nebuchadnezzar had made a golden image of an idol, and everyone was to fall down and worship that idol or be thrown into a burning, fiery furnace. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to do this. They decided to serve the living God regardless of the circumstances. The king went into an angry rage. Still, he gave them another opportunity to fall down and worship his idol. Daniel three seventeen through 18 If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Another um, translation says, but if not. I love that. Okay, yeah, moving on to one page 172. In all of whatever we do, we can take a stand for the Lord and His commandments. We can run the race with unfailing faith in God, even when heartbreaking losses happen. We can be obedient while mourning, while not understanding why things happen the way they do. We can press on with self-discipline as described in 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27. I'm not going to read that scripture. You can look it up. When I look at the life of Joseph and so many others, I have confidence that as my challenges come, the Lord will continue to strengthen my resolve to complete the work I began. And I do this, I can hope for good results. We need to decide to follow and serve our Creator and depend upon Him for the end results. What the Lord said to Joshua is true for us today. Joshua 1.9 Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. Amen. Every believer should know that the Holy Spirit is in them, above them, below them, behind them, in front of them. He is always with you. You are never alone. Okay, page 175. Ask and God will give you dreams, goals, and your unique purpose. Believe, have faith, and decide to act upon it before it all becomes a reality. Prayerfully listen for God's voice as He sets your path before you. Then be active in your faith one step at a time. One step at a time. We can do all things which God has called us to do because we have Jesus empowering us to fulfill His purpose for us. 
as we faithfully believe Jesus provided us with that inner strength, joy, and confidence, peace. Okay, getting to the last page of the chapter. The Apostle Paul encouraged the Philippians by using himself as an example, and he, and he now inspires us as well. This is using the New Living Translation. Philippians three thirteen through 14. Dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. When the Lord prompts you with your specific calling, whatever it might be, maybe to be a mother, maybe to be an engineer, maybe to be a teacher, maybe to be an evangelist, will you say yes and begin your journey one step of faith at a time? When is your race? Will you give it your all? Do you anticipate that there will be periods that the race requires courage and hard work? but you have decided to press on. Are you determined to maintain your hope and prayerful, patient faith through to the end, knowing that you are not alone in it? So that's um, all that I was planning to read to you from that chapter of A New Song Rises Up. I hope that um, through all of these Monday episodes this month, I've encouraged you to um, get A New Song Rises Up and the study guide so that you can um, you can um, be better equipped in one way or another. So um, I also like to introduce to you the study guide. Here's the study guide. I'm not going to read it, but within it are questions that correspond to the book's chapters to help you meditate on the materials that you've read. And there are spaces within it so you can jot down your own reflections. It's really intended to be as your personal document, your personal diary or journal, so to speak. And the purpose is to promote your own growth, building your faith, and for your hope and healing. And my hope for you is that you will turn to God with your troubles, come to Jesus for your salvation, and stop believing the lies of the enemy. You may begin as I did, seeing yourself as not enough, unloved, not belonging, and that your life did not matter. And with that belief, you've allowed toxic people into your life. You've allowed yourself to remain within a toxic environment. And then you have allowed people to mistreat you, abuse you, manipulate you, and control you. The enemy, the devil, knew your weakness and tempted people to bring you harm. But we know that God is fighting our battles. Therefore, we do not need to return evil for evil. Instead, we can go about doing good. And in that, we have the hope for the Lord's reward, a harvest, sowing good seeds for a harvest. As a believer in Christ, you can declare, I am a loved child of God, His work of art, I am a daughter of the Most High King. So um, you can be filled with zeal knowing that God has a good plan for you and He's already given you a calling with the necessary talent, abilities, and resources that is unique just for you. And here's something I put together in a workshop some years ago. Maybe you'd like to do it too. I cut out from a magazine photos of people running and finishing their race 
And then I made up related affirmations and I glued them together and I placed them on small posters where I would see them as reminders every day. These ended up going in the bathroom uh, mirror because I'm going to go there every day. And um, so here's uh, one of them saying, I am courageous and bold to run the race set before me, regardless of the obstacles. And the other one says, I am, and as a girl running through the finish line, I am well equipped to achieve my goals. So I just thought you might like to do that to uh, encourage yourself. Let me close with this. Encouragement to run your race from the Apostle Paul. And I'm going back to the same scripture I read previously, but this is in the Living Bible. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Dear brothers, I am still not all I should be, but I am bringing all my energies to bear on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God is calling us up to heaven because of what Christ Jesus did for us. Well, I hope that thank you for joining me with this episode of Turn to God with Karen. And I want to thank you. Um, this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. I love to share the good news of Jesus. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for a Hope and Faith Journey. And then on Wednesday, we have episodes of Sword of the Spirit, and Friday, we have Karen's Book Corner. I invite you to share your comments and your suggestions. Any feedback is most welcome. You can go to my website, KarenJaneCasey.com, and go to the contact page so that you can reach me directly. When you go to the website, you'll see information or resource materials regarding domestic violence, but also you'll see my books, blogs, and podcasts. My series of fiction books, Standing Through Storms, and my series of non-fiction books, Faith and Hope Journey. If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, if they've evoked any positive change for you, given you any encouragement or hope for healing, I want to know about it. And I would love for you to give me a great review on Amazon. Well, thank you and God bless.